Welcome to the Hazel Rockets podcast, the number one golf podcast for new product launches, interviews with industry experts, golf trends, and more. Here are your hosts, Jen, Ken, and Bill. Welcome to Hazel Rockets. I'm Jen. I'm Ken. And I'm Bill. And we're back with a little bit different uh, scenario than the last time you saw us. Uh, we're kind of all in different places. Although, Bill, did you get the memo that you didn't actually have to come, you know, to studio? Because I kind of recognize our couch behind you. Yeah, that's true. And I, I did get the memo, but I thought I might as well be here since you two aren't. And uh, that way we can social distance and we're good. Very so what's actually going on? Why aren't we all in the same room? Well, because you guys haven't been taking a shower for the last few months. That's why I'm not in the same room with you guys. Bill has cooties. No way. <laughs> but go ahead, host. Tell, tell our audience why we can't be together right now. Well, I think everyone's aware of, you know, the whole COVID-19 coronavirus. But we've gotten, we're sick and tired of not talking to everyone. So we thought, well, let's, let's do this via Zoom and give it a go and oh. see if we can't put together a show. I wasn't talking about coronavirus. I thought uh, I've I've gained COVID forty, so we all can't fit on the couch together. That's why I thought we were going to Okay, that's the second reason. Um, no, but I miss everybody. I miss I miss well, I miss you, Bill. I I do get to see Ken, and um, and I miss our guests. I miss talking to them. So we are super excited that we're going to have a guest joining us today, but. Is there any news? Is there any news anybody needs to share? Is there anything that's happened in the last few months since we've last put out a show? It's been a few months. Bill, you wanted to give them your, uh, the Reader's Digest version of your roller coaster? Uh, what roller coaster? I don't know what roller coaster. <laughs> well, I think we've all been on the same roller golf coaster, course. haven't we? Yeah. Say again? Being at a different golf course. Oh, yes. Uh, well, with all the mandated closures of businesses, um, but yet golf still uh, deemed an essential activity. So our golf courses have been busier than ever, uh, pr pretty much in decades, right, Ken? That's fair to say. And um, I was uh, tasked to help uh, run one of our sister facilities. And it was literally like being in a time, camps, time capsule, uh, running uh, as the amount of players through uh, with golf, just we've been booked sun up to sundown, which has been a good thing for golf and good thing for folks to be able to get outside and um, not currently, but have some fresh air and things to do to get away from this uh, virus. So, yeah. So, wait, been... are you telling us that you're no longer at Hagen Oaks? I am now back at Hagen Oaks. Clearly, I'm in the studio, as you um, mentioned, but there was a period of time where I was uh, away from Hagen and uh, <clears throat> our Big Superstore was not able to be open, but we are back open and uh, doing a lot of business, taking care of golfers of all kinds, new and old. And uh, yes, but it was a period of time where I was definitely not here and just taking care of golfers all over the Sacramento area. Well, we appreciate that. And Ken, what's new with you? I think you wrote another book, right? I did actually write another book, but uh, as Bill alluded to, our super shop was closed for about 11 weeks and we, um, it was, uh, uh, a crazy time. Uh, I actually, for about 10 of those 11 weeks, answered every single phone call that came into our super shop morning, noon, and night. So as Jennifer will attest, I probably answered 
somewhere in the five to 6,000 phone calls over the, that, uh, that 10 a week window. And um, golfers, they don't care what time it is. They really want to get the answers to all of their questions any time of the day. What I could never convince Ken is that just because someone called at 1030 at night didn't mean that we had to pick up the phone at 1030 at night because we wouldn't have been doing that when the super shop was open. That but is the level of customer service that we deliver. That is true. That yes. is true. Yeah. And what about you, Jennifer? Um, well, I kind of have some big news to share in that I have just accepted a new role and position um, um, away from Morton Golf and will soon be starting uh, um, working for the Association of Golf Merchandisers, which is a national organization. Uh, focused on education um, and after 27 years, my whole working career working at Morton Golf, I am uh, going to be trying something new and different here in the next coming weeks. So that's both exciting and terrifying. Um, wow. Congratulations. Yeah. Thank you. Um, and so that's sort of a quick synopsis of what's been going on with us over the past um, few months, getting everybody back up to speed. And so, unless anyone else has anything to share, crickets. Okay, I think we should just jump right in and introduce our next guest. What do you guys think? Or our first right. guest. Okay, so our guest today is Jane Spicer. Jane is the CEO of Daphne Head Covers. And Daphne Head Covers, believe me folks, they are the real deal. They have spanned over 40 years in the golf business and are responsible for more than 175 different um, head cover designs. That's amazing. Um, if you have walked into practically any golf shop anywhere, where, not just in the country, but probably the whole world, you have undoubtedly seen a lab or a gopher and of course the one that I want us to really delve into and talk about Frank the infamous tiger head cover um so I think anytime you see a Daphne head cover your hand just wants to reach out stroke that fur feel how fluffy they are I mean they are absolutely a conversation piece and a piece that just personalizes your golf bag and makes your golf clubs a little bit more unique to you and your personality. So once again, I am thrilled to introduce Jane Spicer, the CEO of Daphne's Head Covers, on our first episode back of the Hazel Rockets. Welcome back to the show, everyone. And once again, I'm so thrilled to have Jane Spicer in the, um, well, not really in the studio with us as she's coming to us via Zoom, but I'm just thrilled to have her joining us today. Jane, can I have a start by asking you to tell us about your journey into the head cover business? How did it all start? Sure. Thank you. First of all, thank you very much for having me. I appreciate it. And um, Daphne's is 40 years old this year, so we started... Um, when I was 10, I asked my mom, Daphne, the namesake of our company for a sailboat. And she said, think of a business and earn it yourself. Uh, <laughs> so she started helping me make stuffed toys and I sold them to friends and neighbors and bought a little sailboat. So I decided I liked making my own money um, and sold the, the toys and they became puppets. And then at a arts and crafts show, somebody suggested we make golf club covers. 
by then I was almost 16 and my mom bribed me and said, if you sell enough of these, I'll buy you a car. And I was in, I wanted a car so badly. So we created enough head covers that fit into a hat box that I bought at the Goodwill. Kind of like, you know, a fisherman who gets fish and only keeps the one that fit in their pan. So I had a, a patent leather box and thought, well, this is how many samples I need to make. And I went to the Arizona Biltmore here in Phoenix, which where I'm actually golfing at on Friday, um, and talked my way in and gave what the director of golf said was the worst sales pitch he'd ever heard in his life. <laughs> um, but I sold to him. He was very, very kind. And that was the start of Daphne's head covers. So we have, I've been at it. Um, I did get the car and been at it and it's, you know, grown um, to now we're, we're 40 years old. Wow. That's, talk about just, that's the American dream story right there. I mean, had a business idea as a 10 year old and ended up getting you a car, a sailboat and look what it's built for you today. The, that's amazing. Um, on April 13th, 1997, Tiger Woods won the Masters by 12 strokes in Augusta. Um, sitting in his golf bag was this cute little, you know, orange and black little, little head cover that that's pretty much had a pretty major impact on the, on the direction of your company as well, didn't it? Oh, absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. In fact, the, um, that quarter when he won, uh, Daphne's head covers grew 400% in a quarter. Unbelievable. Uh, it was unbelievable. And I was so busy. I didn't have time to go home. So I just, I just worked and slept in the factory and got up again and worked and slept. It was an amazing opportunity. What, uh, that little guy was named Frank. What the, what's that meant to your guys' business over the course of the years? Well, that, that, name, that name came from our friends at Nike, and when they decided to, they've been very kind, and they've been licensing from me for many years, so we have a really great relationship. And when they decided to do a series of commercials, um, they knew that the character of the tiger would be very frank with what he said, and sassy, and come out with, with different cheeky comments. So that's where the name Frank came from. Um, yeah, I mean, it's meant to the ton. It, it, it's, it changed my business in a lot of different ways. Um, at first, we primarily had women carrying Daphne's, and not all of them. I mean, we've had some, you know, Craig Stadler's carried the walrus for years, and, um, but, but in the golf industry, as you know, our industry isn't quick to change or innovate, or um, so they, the kind of the, the standard golf buyer saw it as maybe a female product, even though there were a lot of men that were carrying it. And then all of a sudden this um, very talented masculine young athlete comes out with a tiger and all the guys that were unsure, um, probably ego-based unsure about carrying the head covers were suddenly like, oh, I'm carrying a head cover. What have you seen how that I'm carrying a head cover? So it broadened my market, it broadened the awareness. Um, it only positive things. Very good. So Jane, in the 40-year history, then, is Frank the number one selling cover, or is there something else that's that's been, that's been outsold that all these years? Um, maybe not outsold it all these years, but the, our gopher is in a very, very close second. It sells globally like crazy, you know, because of Caddyshack and so sure. forth. Um, so, so it does very well. And there's different things that have interesting spikes. Like um, for years, our Husky was the bestseller solely based on Disney coming out with a movie, Snow Dogs. And when they did, Initially, they bought every every husky that we could make um, for promotions and things, and then on, then there, that had a, a ripple effect. So there's 
there's some tremendous spikes with some fun stories behind them, but, but overall, yes, the tiger. How do you get your inspiration for, I mean, you have 175 different designs. How, how do you get your inspiration for coming up with something new? Oh, that's interesting because I was I'm just working on um, completing the designs for next year. Um, I just listen. We have, Daphne's is made up for, by our customers. Uh, and so we have a really scientific system here. Um, we have a whiteboard and we white, write down all the suggestions and then we put tally marks by them over the years. And then over the year, and then the one that has the most, then I sit with my design team and say, okay, let's try this. So they're all born from customer suggestions. Um, some I can get and just nail, and sometimes I can't get the design for a couple of years. Um, just listen. Jane, that was going to be. You my... guys have animals in the workplace as well. Uh, mm -hmm. Have some of those taken um, and been uh, inspirations in some of your designs too? Oh, absolutely. The golden retriever that's on our line is after my last golden retriever, Zeus, who came to work every single day. Um, we've got a doodle on our line, which you, every now and then you might see him on Facebook. He comes to work. His name is Russ. Um, the boxer was my office manager's dog, Max, who had to come to work because he ate, ate holes through the back of sofas when he was at home. So he, yeah. he grew up here. Um, so yeah, oh, very much so. I think uh, Kenny and I have talked for years about the amazing likeness or the realism of all of the animal covers. And it's like, how do, how, how do you create that? Just with amazing artists first and then putting them together? Um, well, thank you for that. I appreciate it. That, that means I'm doing my job right. Um, yes. Just constantly watching and looking. Um, we don't really draw them. We'll do, I've got a, like a sketch here of a, a putter cover that I'm, that I'm working on. But normally it's, we just start by start working with the fabric. Um, my production managers in, in Phoenix has been with me for 30 years. So we speak our you know, own very special language of how we design and see things. So we make prototypes because what you see on paper um, and what's translated into fur is so completely different. Um, so we'll talk about it, we'll have a basic idea and then we just start. And I do that with my design team in China and I also have a design team in Indonesia. So we start with conversations and cutting and creating a prototype and then go from there. You have a pretty amazing uh, lifetime guarantee on your head covers. And as a mom of four, I, I can understand the reason behind, um, on a customer's perspective, why that I think is so special. Um, you know, my kids would carry around what I called their lovies for yeah. years. And, you know, you could find the exact same stuffed animal in the, the store to replace it. But that's, that's, that would not be okay. That would not work whatsoever. So as stuffing would come out or the stitch would rip, we would have to, you know, replace it or fix it ourselves. Um, have you had some interesting, you know, stories regarding that lifetime guarantee with customers? Oh, absolutely. And you touched right on it, Jen, because it is about lovies. And the lovies come from some of the gruffest men you've ever met in your life, um, which is awesome. For instance, we just got a skunk back and it was so bad. I mean, it did smell not like a skunk, but just it, it was bad. So this gentleman oh. taken it, it had been his dad's skunk and then he'd taken it and he'd been playing with it and he wore it out. We haven't had a skunk on our line in maybe five years. Um, and he said, can you repair this? 
Um, so I can look and look at the lining of the different materials and kind of get the, the idea of the age plus the labels. So I went to my production manager and we looked at it and it brought back a lot of memories because this, the skunk that he had was so old, it was based on my puppet designs from when wow. you know, he was 16. So it was ancient. So we decided to make him, we fixed his, and it was very much a lubby. Its ears were bald, the lining was worn out. It, it was in bad shape in addition to smelling horrible. Um, and, the, and we made another one. We happened to have the fabric here and we don't always. Um, so we made another one and then we put them both in a box and said, hey, you know, um, we fixed your skunk and while it was here, we made a friend. Thank you so much for two generations um, of your family carrying Daphne's. Um, and we call them love letters. And we, we get a lot of them. And he wrote the most beautiful letter back. Um, it's now going to, the new one's now going to third generation and wow. sent pictures of them and, and how they can't ever get rid of it because his dad is gone now. So, you know, it was his dad's and now his son will have it. I mean, beautiful. So we have stories like that, that anytime we get them, especially some of them look like the Shroud of Turin, you take them out and they're just falling apart. And, and but you know, that there's something something behind them. We've had um, dogs that came back that a black lab, and I have the black lab, I could replace it. And the, no, my son gave it to me before he left for the military. It has to be this dog. You know, so really sentimental things. So we rebuild, um, and sometimes we rebuild a whole head cover under the lovey part of it with all the, per the pieces that have been there with the memories. Um, so it's, it's um, something we're pretty passionate about. And that's super that special. You made me tear up on that one. <laughs> I'll send you the out there listening. Cool. I can vouch firsthand for the care that Jane and her team uh, make for their accounts. She, um, our company has done business with her probably nearly all of those 40 years. And I, I've had an opportunity to buy for, from her for probably close to 30 of those. And there is not a golf company that we do business with that um, takes better care of their customers and the end customer than, than Jane and the Daphne's crew there. You guys are fantastic. Um, Jane, what, uh, I have to know what um, animal cover is on your golf bag. I know you're a huge avid golfer. Um, yeah, you know, it was a huge decision for me because I, um, I, I hadn't golfed for a bit and I recently got some new clubs and um, the whole company got involved. <laughs> so because I'd always had a, a, a golden retriever on my driver because I had goldens, but I, I, my dog passed. So it was like, how, what do I do? Where, where do I go? So I will tell you that I always carry an owl on my three wood because if I'm wise, I'll remember to hit that club because it all <laughs> So, so I have that right now. My driver has a sloth on it and my five wood is a quail. Um, so, you know, but it does, um, it can rotate. Um, so it's, it's, but I look, I look at them more as totems for um, how I play. Like I need to slow down with my driver, which is why there's a sloth on it. And the owl for the wisdom of hit the three wood because it always performs. I like that mentality. I have to say that, uh, again, going back to the realism, I, and knowing that you haven't had a skunk in the line, I had a Daphne skunk head cover that uh, I loved your story, very sentimental. My story with it is more uh, jovial and that I used to play tricks on the staff by putting that skunk cover on the ground because it looks so real. 
and mm -hmm. uh, scared more than more than a few staffers over the years, thinking that uh, it was a real skunk. So, <laughs> yeah, including Kenny. Awesome. Well, Daphne, our company's namesake, my mom, um, was a huge joker. So I lived in anticipation and fear of April first because I never knew what would happen. And one day I was, um, I went to drop my son off on the way to work and there was a skunk in our driveway and it started to move and she had it on fishing string and she was doing it for, for us. But what ended up happening is a few neighbors that were jogging by, let a, she moved it, they screamed, ran the other way. Um, we had a guy who had a little bit of a spill on his moped in the front yard because he frightened them. So when we came in, she was laughing so hard I couldn't find her and she'd been peeking over the window to look out to wait for us but had scared so many people that all I could hear was laughter and she was laying flat on the floor crying laughing had completely missed us as she had unintentionally scared many of our neighbors and of course could never confess about it especially the guy who sort of fell off his moped in the front yard <laughs> that is, that's a wonderful story that's right there style. yeah um, I love your description of Daphne's head covers as people connectors mm. because um, I think you're absolutely correct. You're, um, as you mentioned, the owl on your three wood because, you know, that's, that's to have you slow down um, as, you know, you have your, or to have you be wise and hit the, the three wood and the sloth on your driver to have you slow down. Mm -hmm. um, I think that it's such an opportunity to just share just a little piece of your personality or your, your values or, you know, your, your pet. Um, one of the stories, and you could tell a different one, but I loved the story that I did pick up off of your blog was the grumpy man with, and the lady with the lab mm -hmm. and how your head covers, a head cover, a specific head cover eventually led to a marriage proposal. Um, I mean, how cool is the story? And I'm hoping that it's one that you're willing to share with our audience today. I am. I, I'll have to do my, I know it. I have to do my best to recall it because we have so many, but it was, um, fill in the pieces if I get it, get it wrong. From yeah. yeah. But a grumpy guy golfing. And I think that, um, one or both of them had Labradors on their bag and, um, started talking about like, why do you have that on your bag? Well, I like labs. Um, and the, and it the turned out that they had that in common and it, the conversation continued and he warmed up and grumpy man turned out not to be so grumpy, probably just nervous before his golf round. Um, and they continued conversations um, and stayed in touch afterwards um, and partially just for their love of golf and their love of their Labradors. Um, and over time became good friends and then became romantically involved um, and got married. And um, if I recall, I can't remember if we did a bride and groom uh, head cover for them or that were, you know, the, the two Labradors, if we did a veil and a top hat or if they had that on the cake, but it was carried through the whole thing because that was how, how they met. That was a discussion piece that got them together. And I just think that, I mean, if that's not just, in my opinion, just the perfect story about how a head cover truly, it changed their lives. I mean, and obviously for the better, it led to happily ever after. Yeah. Yeah, we hear things like this all the time, you know, where people will say, well, I, you know, golfing with somebody and then why do you have this? And, and you know, and then they start a repartee. And sometimes it's just, you know, four strangers golfing and they get to talk or then they find out there's so many things that you can share. You know, is it because you've had that animal or because you went to that university or, 
because um, you're using it, you know, like me as a, a reminding device. Um, so we hear wonderful stories about it or people that will, um, that have quite a few. So they, they've, um, and I hear this a lot, if another golf cart pulls up in the golf bags and they have tons of head covers, I'll have people go, oh, I know I'm going to like that person. You know, we're, we're like-minded, look, their golf bag is really fun. So it changes the pace of it. Um, so we get wonderful stories like that all the time, um, which is, is one of the reasons that I still love what I do. That's amazing. Yeah. Without sharing any industry secrets, any um, uh, hints at what we might see out of the line in 2021? Um, we have, we'll do some other um, realistic designs. So Bill, I think you'll like those. Um, we have a few departures in our just for fun line. Um, I will tell you that a couple of them were, my kids accused me of, they were a result of me having severe jet lag and being in China too long. Um, so they're kind of fun and more cartoony. And I think that they were probably right. I typically spend September in China um, designing. Um, so there's a couple of them that are, are really fun and quite a departure. Um, I thought I saw them as creative. They saw them as um, a sleep deficit and it's quite possibly both. <laughs> Jane, picking up on kind of what Kenny said, is there a goal that Daphne, that you guys have in mind to create something new every year, every few years, or does it just happen spontaneously? Or I create something new every single year, um, every year. and it depends on the amount. Last year, the, um, it was a really prolific year, so I had a ton of designs. Sometimes I'll only have six, sometimes I'll have 12, sometimes I'll have produced, I think I did 18 last year, and most of it's done before I go. Um, and we're designing here and then I'll hold them back. So I might release eight and eight. And it depends on, you know, what's going on in the world, what could be thematic um, or my region. Everybody has a say in it. So we all get together and say, you know, somebody will say, well, oh my gosh, I have tons of golf courses named Fox. You have to release that right now. Or Lion King is out. We've got to do a, a, a lion. So I'll come back with all my designs and then we, we all come together as a team and say, okay, this is, this is what the release will be. But I'm, I'm designing year round, whether it's, and my team is, whether it's for customs, we do a lot of corporate projects and then what we want on our line. I have actually one question for you that I was thinking about um, and re, pretty much in regards to the corporate probably. And that is, have you ever gotten a request and you're like, okay, how how do I go about doing this? How do I how do I get this thought and 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 actually make it make it happen? Absolutely. And then how did you make it happen? Probably the hardest one we had was for um, Caterpillar, the heavy equipment company. Their anniversary, they wanted us to create a bulldozer. And how do you build a bulldozer out of fur? You know, and I so I asked them for some assistance or images, and they sent me the schematics on how to actually build a bulldozer. Well, we couldn't even read them. You know, we're looking at them. We really <laughs> inspected them for a long time and they were upside down. And how do you make a piston from fur? Yeah. So, um, that was really, really a challenge. And we did do it and it turned out really, really well. Um, but there were a lot of challenges there. How do you get, you know, stiff parts for like the, the front blade and the pistons to all hold and not scratch any golf clubs and keep them in fur and look like something that's steel. So um, you know, we've had some things like that that were tremendous challenges where you'd, you know, if you came to my office, sometimes my in-basket is filled with 
bits and pieces of things, and that was certainly one of them. There were lots and lots of iterations to get it. Yeah, that was a question. I, I, I've been thinking about that all week. I was like, how, how would you go about just even thinking through some of these amazing um, designs and requests that I'm sure that you're, you get on quite frequently? But I had a, we did Bubba Watson's head cover years ago and Bubba was very, very involved in it. So I had to laugh because he changed his mind a lot. He was very particular on what he wanted and it was great input. But I had Bubba's all over my desk and they'd overflowed and they were onto the floor. And it was, you know, Bubba with a hairy chest, Bubba without a hairy chest, Bubba with a mole right here. Actually, it doesn't go there. It's right here. Bubba with a smile, Bubba with a grimace, Bubba with a, so like all over. And a friend came by and said, you know, you're, it looks somewhere like, a scary movie because there's all these <laughs> body parts and faces. Um, so, you know, it's right now the only thing I have in my in basket is a tiger, but, um, you know, it's typically got ninja parts or, you know, a corgi ear or, uh, you know, peacock feathers. So it, it's always got something as I'm going through the process. That's great. Well, Jane, I appreciate you so much uh, taking the time and talking to us here on Hazel Rockets. Thank you very much for having me. You know, I, I, I think the world of all of you and uh, our long-term friendship and relationships. So I'm honored to be on. This is a great day to finish out my day. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you so much for being here. And with that, I would just like to have ask everyone to stay tuned as we take a quick break uh, to hear from our sponsor, and then we will be back with our final segment, Jack Bergeroni. Hey, Bill here. I wanted to pause real quick to thank our sponsor, MortonGolfSales.com. Morton Golf Sales is the number one online retailer for all your golfing needs. From the newest clubs on the market to the classics that you can't find anywhere else, Morton Golf Sales has the best products and customer service at the lowest possible prices. Want to check out their huge online inventory of clubs, clothing, golf balls, accessories, and save 12% on your first order? Just use coupon code ROCKETS at checkout on mortongolfsales.com. Exclusions apply. See site for details. Now, back to the show. Mom's Beef Hash has a first name. It's from a can we see. But we all have another name. We call it untasty. We hate to eat it every day. And but if you, you ask us why, we'll say... Cause mama's hash tastes like trash and we should feed it to the dog. Welcome to the Jack Burgeroni Experience! Hi, Jen is here. And I have Clay. Hey, hey. Clay, you're usually behind the camera. I know. This time I'm in front of it. Woohoo! Um... <laughs> Today, I thought Clay and I would be the perfect duo to go through some reaction videos for our Jack Bergeroni segment on, um, I thought it would be fun to look at a reaction old video series of Tiger Woods with Frank the Head Cover, which is one of Jane Spicer's um, Daphne head covers of, of Tiger Woods's uh, famous uh, Tiger Head Cover, right? Does that yep. sound fun? Sounds good to me. I'm super excited about this. <laughs> I can tell. All right. Well, no, I think it's going to be super fun. Intro from Clay. Um, I think we should just start, right? Now, you and I are at different places, so. Uh, we are? Interesting. 
we'll see if we just, have like, them. Whoa, you're not there. Whoa, let's do a high five. Whoa. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, so we're in different places. Yeah. But we're watching the videos, hopefully at the same time, right? Exactly. Okay. All right. All right. Are we going to hit play? Um, yeah, give me a sec here. I know we had to help you figure out how a remote works. So are you good to go? <laughs> I don't know. We'll see. Okay. Okay, cool. All right. Well, then, ready, set, go. Go. Unplug. Okay. Not just a plug, a tungsten plug. Who was the voice of Why the tungsten Frank? plug? Do you know? Because it lowers the fairway wood center of gravity for incredible distance and forgiveness. <laughs> you sound like an ad. Oh, no Frame kidding, famous, Sherlock. Famous what do you think I'm doing here? I'm not really getting a haircut, you know. It's fur. It's fake fur. It doesn't grow. And you really think I got off talking about tungsten plugs? Huh? The new Nike Fairway Woods featuring a 40-gram tungsten plug for a low center of gravity. Okay. So I thought, okay. Oh, so oh, I thought they one. did a good... Yeah, I don't think this one really features Frank. I but I is. thought... I thought it was cool. Do you know why they named him Frank? Yeah. Yes. I learned that on the podcast because okay, he's so Frank. He's supposed to be Frank, which in that case, my name should also be Frank. And yeah, but no kidding. Yeah. But it's, um, yeah, it was because he's supposed to be short and kind of like sassy. And in that case, I feel like he was pretty funny. Yeah. Um, I'm always curious when I watch those though, who's the guy that is running the puppy, I hate diet. you know? You know I hate diet. And another thing, hotshot, you've been dinking them out there lately. Dinking. Dinking. Mm-hmm. Dinking. that word. You ever think of going to a ball with a faster core for longer distance, like the Nike TA2? And no one was saying things about Tiger Woods' game back in the day. That's because only Frank can. You're not getting any That's younger, right. you know. And you can always be replaced. You can always be replaced. <laughs> Okay. Oh, no, Do me a favor and don't dump that blade in the bunker again, okay? Because I'm getting sand in places you don't want sand. <laughs> Funny places. Funny places. Jeez, get some more forgiving irons, will ya? Like the pro combos. Don't say a thing. Don't say what? Get I wonder why they didn't continue with the... With these. Um, yeah. There was another I mean, one more recently that I found. I don't think it's here. I'll talk about it a sec here. Okay. Okay. I think that was it. Okay. Um, they there was another one with um Rory McIlroy and I think it was Jason Day, maybe where it was like they were like ruffling through his bag, and they're like, oh tees, oh look a wallet, oh five bucks, and Tiger's just kind of like looking at him like practicing or whatever. They're like kind of trying to mess with him, and then they go to like touch Frank, and he just like stares at him. He's like, don't touch Frank, and then they're like, oh, okay. But it was like, it was, it was kind of funny, but they did that. And there was another one where somebody tried to steal his golf bag and he tackled him. That was cool. Oh, that's awesome. Yeah. Um, I was reading and I'm, I'm not going to remember where it was from. So I apologize to um, the source on, on not recollecting. But um, the way it started was... Um, um, Tiger's mom would give him every year the Tiger head cover, and then on the back she would she would write um, something, and then inside of it she would like write all of it, or she would like put stuff all of his accomplishments, all of his golf accomplishments oh. every year, and so each year's Tiger it was sort of like a living scrapbook, and so um, uh, Jane Spicer she I, I mean that was like that was like 
he would get a new tiger head cover every year. So it had a pretty special memory. I mean, I think that's a pretty spectacular um, memorabilia story of, of a Daphne head cover story and, and the Tiger Woods Frank head cover story. Yeah. Another just interesting fact on who they were going to um, do as the voice for Frank. There were three three people. I'm forgetting now who the one third one was. One was definitely Tom Hanks because he's always the voice of everything. I, I so. don't think that's a true fact, but um, one of one that is a true fact. It was Larry David, and what he wanted was to play a round of golf with Tiger Woods, and uh, they passed. He didn't get the job. <laughs> <laughs> They're like, we'll pay this other guy. Yeah, Tiger's we'll, too we'll busy pay for you. Paul. We don't want to get but I'm all you know Larry David's comedy. I mean that that would have been a, a pretty um a pretty good voice as well. So. That would have been, yeah. I mean, I only really know him from like um oh, what's Curb that your, one TV show? Curb Your Enthusiasm. Curb Your Enthusiasm, and then also from his skits on SNL now. Okay. Um, but, Seinfeld. Yeah, but... I you know how old I am. <laughs> Um, wow. And then I don't even know the other guy, Giamani or whatever. Paul. Yeah, I tried. It's just always Tom Hanks to me. I feel like he's everything. In every movie, there's always Tom Hanks now. Um, or um, ah, the guy that always plays God. But anyway. so Morgan Freeman. There we go. Morgan Freeman. He is always the other voice. It's either Tom Hanks or Morgan Freeman. That's it. Um, but yeah, I mean, overall, I thought they were funny. Good ways of like, you know, getting some ads out there um i also think it's funny that he calls it out like you sound like an advertisement well yeah what do you think i'm doing i don't have real hair you know like <laughs> yeah i mean that was good and i mean at a time where tiger woods nobody said anything negative about tiger woods i mean that was um and not that he's saying anything negative about tiger woods but you know you're dinking around out there you know stay out of the sand you know yeah. uh, that, that was that was that was pretty funny i i mean i nike 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 was on their game. I mean, Nike knows how to run an, an ad campaign. I'll give them that. Yeah, so. they're funny. Were those all Nike commercials? Yes, those are okay. all Nike commercials. Well, remember from the last ones. I can never remember. Oh, what no, from. I this guess time, American Express. American yeah, there was, Express. okay. But I don't think Frank was in that one. So. Oh. oh, yeah, that one was the dog that he hit the ball across the world onto the beach or something. Yeah, yeah we, we chatted through that one. So. Yeah, I know we kind of. Sorry about that one, American Express. But yeah, the other ones, it was for Nike Balls, Nike Irons, and then what was the first one for? Oh, it was the, the tungsten plug driver or whatever, right? Okay, so I mean, like, those are better Nike commercials than the other Tiger ones where they're advertising shoes and don't even show his shoes. The shoes, so, yeah. You know. Yeah, Nike, uh, Nike up there, they're advertising by the time they got to the Frank... <laughs> gotten better apparently yeah like, hmm, if we don't show or talk about the product it doesn't sell hmm well let's try it this time with frank so but yeah they're funny and i all i will say is i think nike recently came out with um i mean they're out of the club business but i think they recently released a limited edition merchandise that included frank um the frank head cover yeah yes uh, so oh, no, it was clothes too wasn't it it was on clothes yeah. yeah so and i think that it did sell out so i think they did well with their frank branding on their clothes because that's oh, still and it was a hat too i remember that because everyone yeah. wanted those hats i think we sold out of those in like a day or two or something it was crazy right? yeah so they were on point with frank so nothing like a frank hat 
All right. And with that, I think we're at the end of this episode of Jack Bergeroni. Thanks for tuning in to this episode of Hazel Rockets. Join us uh, next week uh, when we have someone else as our guest. <laughs> Not me on this video. <laughs> <laughs> awesome. All right. Thanks, everyone. We'll catch you later. Bye. All right. Bye, y'all.